Welcome back to Superintendent Radio Network. I'm Guy Cipriano. We're at the Ohio Turfgrass Foundation Spring Tee-Off event on Ohio State's campus, and we're with Drew Rogers, who just gave an excellent presentation about bunker renovations, and we're going to ask him some more questions about this for the people that weren't here today. First off, Drew, thanks for joining us. Thanks, Guy. It's a pleasure to be here, and thanks for having me on your program. Last year in our magazine, we called 2015 the, the year of the rebuilt bunker. I think there's a lot of bunker work going on in 2016. Maybe we were premature with that, that headline, but just talk about some of the work and projects that are out there that you're seeing. Sure, we see a lot of bunker renovations for sure, probably because a lot of these projects got put on the shelf uh, when the economy took a slide. So a lot of it's kind of a, a deferred effort that's now being caught up to and and uh, with, with a little more cash flow and uh, a little more um, uh, need, we're able to address some of these uh, some of these things for private clubs and, and uh, public facilities alike. These projects can be as big as you want them to be and as small as you want them to be. How, how does a superintendent, a club, or a golf course owner determine what might be the best course of action? Well, it all kind of starts with need. You know, uh, all, all facilities are different. There's different types, there's different sizes, there's, you know, uh, there, there's so many different scales to what you might get into with a bunker project. Uh, some some of these things, uh, you know, the bunkers don't need all that much, but there might be a drainage issue. You know, pipes might be old and sand might be you know, uh, contaminated and some of the edges might be adulterated. But uh, other, other projects, they're more encompassing. You know, they might be bunkers that have really been let go for a long time. They might have been filled in or lost. I mean, we do a lot of restoration work, too, where we go back and we look at at uh, what the original designer might have intended and that's evolved over time and changed and now we have a chance to get things back to square one again. So there's, there's all kinds of different efforts that we undertake. If a superintendent wakes up one day and says, I want to renovate, renovate my bunkers, let's start tomorrow, it, do, it doesn't work like this. What, what's some of the pre-planning that has to go into it to, to get the project that you want at your course? Sure. No, I, I mean, a lot of times I come in and I, I assess them. You know, I go through with the superintendent, maybe the green chairman. We talk about the bunkers. We look at them. We look at the shortcomings. We look at the challenges. And a lot of times the comments that I make that are design-related, those get tagged on. Those are new to them. Uh, those are new considerations. So, I mean, everything kind of starts with gathering information. And then, um, you know, then we start into the design process and, and uh, take in the goals that the club wants to achieve. And sooner or later, we come up with a plan. And hopefully we're able to put a price tag on that and put a schedule on it and then work towards that. One of the great points you made in there is as much as superintendents want bunkers to go away and don't want those hazards on their golf course, it's an important part of the game. And it, there's a correlation between a bunker and what people think of their course. Just explain that, that correlation. Yeah, for such a long time, I think we normally associate, uh, or at least a lot of golfers associate really good golf courses with how good their greens are, you know, how true they are, how quick they are, you know, what they look like. You know, the golf course either has good greens or they don't have good greens. And that was a label as to whether the golf course was worth a darn or not. Um, I think bunkers are not all the way up to that level of, of uh, where the greens are, but it's an increasing... Um, uh, identity factor for a golf course to have you know interesting bunkers and attractive bunkers and bunkers that are um, you know they're of a condition that that are they're playable now 
you could argue whether Hazard should be consistent and playable or not. That's beside the point. Uh, I think most of the most of the players and the members of these facilities, they've come to sort of expect it, and so we have to be cognizant of that and and know that uh, that's one of the things they're looking for when when they're either choosing a club to join or a golf course to play. What are some keys in your mind to make a bunker project and bunker work fun and fulfilling? Oh, well, you got to have a good team. You know, when everybody's on the same page and and uh, all the various facets of the project are being tended to by professionals and you're working together with a common goal, then, you know, all, all, the, uh, all the hard work is sort of on the outside now. And then it becomes fun. Then you all work together and, and you knock it out. And um, uh, when projects uh, come together like that, they're really rewarding. Future is always difficult to predict, but you've been in the business now for close to 30 years. I was looking at your bio today. Where do you see bunkers going forward? Do you, do you see them becoming a more integral part of the golf course and do you, you find the construction methods maybe becoming even more sophisticated? Yeah, well, thanks for reminding me of my, of my age. I appreciate that. No, we're just letting our listeners know how experienced you are. <laughs> thanks. I appreciate it, Guy. Um, bunkers, uh, they're so diverse and they, they interact with golf in such different ways on different sites and with different designs. Um, I think you're going to con continue to see a wide variety exist. Um, you know, we've seen over the past, you know, decade or a little bit more this sort of minimalist approach where the, there's sort of the raggedy, rough-edged bunkers that are sort of uh, uh, trendy. Those, those bunkers aren't for everybody and they don't fit every site. And so we're going to keep seeing that style, but I think it's important to know that it only fits in certain circumstances. And those raggedy edge, natural looking, uh, uh, looking bunkers are, they got their own challenges uh, to maintain. So um, I think every bunker is, is uh, part of its original design and, the, and, its, and its site and surroundings. That's what dictates what, the way the bunker should be built and, and, and conditioned. You have a great website. Where, where are some people? Where can superintendents and our other readers go to learn more about your work and get more information about bunkers? Well, I, I am a member of the American Society of Golf Course Architects as well. We have a, a really solid website. I think it's uh, asgca.org. All the clubs that I work with typically have websites, and um, I do have a blog that I try to. Uh, I'm I'm not very. Uh, consistent these days. I've been too busy of late, which I guess is a good thing. Uh, but I, I do like to blog. I do like to write. And, um, um, you know, if a person is interested in occasionally in maybe what I have to say, my website's a good place to stop off. And that's jdrewrogers.com. And you're also on Twitter, right? Indeed. Yeah. Indeed. Thanks for reminding me. Yeah, I try to post some some things once in a while on Twitter. I, I, I usually don't post unless I feel like it's something that's worthwhile for someone to, to read or, or receive. So I try and keep it uh, pretty base level with, with my tweets, but hopefully they're interesting. Well, thanks for joining us and uh, good luck this spring and as we move into to the warmer weather up here up north. Well, thank you very much. It should be a busy year and uh, I look forward to seeing you out there as well. So uh, thanks for your time. You've been listening to the Superintendent Radio Network, the podcast of Golf Course Industry Magazine, a production of GIE Media. 
I've been your host, Guy Cipriano. You can find all of our podcasts on iTunes or the SRN page of golfcourseindustry.com. Talk to us at srn at gie.net or at GCI Magazine on Twitter. Thanks for listening.